So let me go ahead and tell you about my day today. My adventure started with getting a message saying, I can come out and play with the boys as long as I help my son get his room clean. Right? Seems pretty reasonable. Fair enough, yeah. Pretty sure. reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Necronomicon awaits. A ritual must be performed. Seems fairly obvious. Batu! Marada! I told you I would find you. Nani? Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bump, bump, bumping night. It's showtime. What's your name? What? What is your name? We are men of misfortune. So I get Atlas home and we start working on his room and I go to close his door and I see that there's a crack down the frame. And I look at him and I say, hey, Atlas, you want to know why there's a crack on the frame of your door? He says, no, I don't know why, but go ahead and tell me. I said, buddy, the reason why there's a crack is because I continuously tell you almost every day for the last year and a half we've lived in this house to not slam your door. This kid just doesn't listen. Does not listen. Love him to death. Doesn't listen. So, to prove a point, me being the smart man I am, I show him that the door <laughs> is fucking broken. And I press in the, the lock. Not like the lock, but the you know the part that sticks out of the door uh, to, to keep it closed. And I press that in, and I'm like, see... It won't open. And then I close it, and I turn the handle, and the lock shoots out. <laughs> and I'm like, see, it won't open, man. And I go to, like, turn the knob, and I'm like, oh, I pro- like maybe the lock came out. Maybe, maybe. And then I sit there, and I, I, I undo the lock, and I try to open it again, and it won't open. Now I've got my two-year-old on the other side of this fucking door screaming his fucking head off because he can't get in. <laughs> Me having the knowledge that my two-year-old can pull up a chair and grab all the knives, walk out the front uh, front or back door, so I'm panicking, full-on fucking panic. I call Stephanie. I'm like, hey, Stephanie, the door's locked. I can't get out of this room. Well, what do you mean you can't get out of a bedroom? That doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Let me try to Let me try to put this into words. So I explain it to her. And she goes, all right, I'm going to leave work right now. I'm like, all right, don't leave work. I'm, I I can bust down the door if I need to, if it gets that bad. So I start, like, jimmying the door open. I try using credit cards. I, I, like, start, like, trying to pull the door open. And now I'm not only traumatizing the kid that's inside the room, but I'm also traumatizing the two-year-old on the outside of the room because he can hear daddy's voice, but all he sees is this violent jiggling of this fucking door to try to get it open. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, full-on panic starts to happen. I start thinking about all the bad things that could happen in the situation. And I, I fully understand and I'm fully aware of what could have happened. So, I call Tom. I call Riley. I call Jackson. All three of them don't open. Answer. So, I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? Stephanie calls back. All right, I'm about to leave work. And I'm thinking, there's no screws on the other side of the door how is she going to get this door handle off? <laughs> what is she going to do? <laughs> How is she going to help me in this situation other than leave work? 
So she, I'm like, look, I got it. I got Tom. Tom's calling me. I, I'll, I'll have this covered. Don't worry about it. So I pick up Tom's call and he's like, what's going on, man? So I tell him what's going on. He's like, all right, me and Rose are heading over there right now. And then I, I, I called it Callan cause that's how I'm talking to him. Like I'm either jiggling the door and I can hear him scream from the other side, which isn't good, <laughs> but like, at least I know he's there. And then eventually I jiggle the door and I don't hear a scream. And then I call his name and then I call his name and then I call his name and there's no fucking response. And then panic set in. And then full-on fucking oh, panic oh sets my God. in. I fucking take the door handle and just fucking start pulling at it. And I just keep ripping it and ripping it and ripping it. And eventually I put my foot on the wall, grab the door handle, and just fucking break the shit out of it, dude. <laughs> I have never in my 29 years of being on this planet have ever been so stressed out while also traumatizing everyone in my <laughs> near vicinity. <laughs> You know, I was at the liquor store the one day, and they had a sale of Coors Light. I'm leading into the store, by the way, so don't. I'm not getting off topic here. Um, there was a sale on Coors Light, so I bought four cases. And Carissa goes, why are you getting four cases? I'm like, there's a slim chance. I got locked in my own house. I might need beer. And that just proves I might get locked in my own house if a door handle gets. Which I is don't... why you should always stash emergency beer <laughs> in your kid's room. This guy gets it. Thank you. <laughs> Put him in a ceiling fan. Situations just like yeah. that. I think he figured out the loophole. Yeah, that might just make your whole problem. Like you, you won't even be stressed out about yeah. the door anymore. You're, you're just start drinking. About. You're, you're stressed like, well, out. Beer. Like I'm gonna solve this problem. Like I solve all great problems. <laughs> break the shit out of it and get drunk doing it. <laughs> Did you think about like shoulder checking the door? Like just no, shoulder I was rushing okay. It? So like how his door works, it opens. From the outside. So open the Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 so, like, shoulder checking it would have been absolutely pointless. Like, I would have had to be on the other side of the door to, like, ram into it. Oh, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I would have been fighting through the, 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 the frame itself. and like Right, yeah, I yeah. was, like, looking over, like, obviously Atlas doesn't have a screwdriver or anything, so I can't, like, <laughs> like take the lock off or the, the knob off <clears throat> itself. And I was like, you know what, I, I, I like, I'm left with absolutely no options like i know rose and tom are coming but i also don't hear my two-year-old and this is like an immediate crisis like i need to know he's okay so i ended up breaking the fucking door running out to see if callan's okay and he's sitting on the fucking couch with his goddamn tablet <laughs> <laughs> he's just like oh well. This is all I can do in this situation. I've done, I've done, like, he was trying to open the door. I was trying to open the door. It felt like you could only turn it left. You couldn't turn it right. Like, the, uh. the right was, it was, like, so, and I was, like, using both hands to try to pry it open, and I could not fucking do it. Holy fuck. It, I I got to Riley's house, at, uh, you know, right before recording and doing the, the little back pocket brewery live video we did. And I walked in, and I, I guarantee you my energy was just all kinds of fucking bad. Slow oh, yeah. down there, Gypsy. Yep. No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> it was it was pretty bad. I, I I pretty much came in, and they were like, are you you okay? I'm just like, no. Did you ever think about Kool-Aid manning it? Just bursting through the door? No, but I explained to Atlas. I said, you know, if I were to punch a hole in this wall right now, you know who would pay for it? You. Me. 
You know what happens when you slam your door a hundred times after me telling you to not slam your goddamn door a hundred times? I didn't say goddamn, but you know, if you should have, should have. I I was trying my best not to get angry in that situation because I knew that not only was it my fault, but it was also his fault after like the, the two years we've been living at this place and telling him and reminding him like, hey, man, don't slam your fucking door. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. When you go to your room, just close it. Like a normal human fucking being does. You don't have to go, bam, Superman. Wham. Yeah, dude, it, it's ridiculous. Let's play how fast can I slam this door today. How many times can I break this fucking knob before dad gets pissed off at me and has to pay for a new one? Well, now you're definitely paying for a new one. I have to uh, buy a whole new fucking door now because I broke the shit out of it. Yeah, they're not cheap either. No, absolutely not. They're not. I uh, went through that at my last house. I punched a hole in my door, and then, honestly, I just never replaced it. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> I, just, I remember that. I remember the hole. You just put a poster over it? Over it and no. I was going to. I was going <laughs> you were going to? to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even do that. I just let it be. Yep. And then I, I was like, I'll go buy a cheap $100 door or something like that to replace it. And I never got around to it. And uh, <laughs> my landlord went to show the house before I moved. I'm like, she's going to fucking see it. I'm like, there's no way she's not going to fucking see it. Like... I can't just put a poster on it. There's no poster on any other door in the house besides, like, on the inside of the room. Just so. go to the store and buy, like, eight posters and put a poster in each door? I mean, I guess, like, I had enough posters to do that. You probably could have. Yeah, I, I just didn't think of it at the time. He he obviously has enough posters. I don't but, know if you've looked around oh, our yeah, studio. Yeah, I fucking think, duh. This is, like, an yeah. amalgamation of, like, Riley and I. So, like... Yeah. Go to so, the store and buy eight posters. There's like 80 posters on the wall around me right now. I didn't yeah. even have that many doors in my house. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I had three on the inside, four counting the main front door. But, Fuck yeah. the poster. I didn't get fucked out of my deposit, though. Nice. I, 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 they just took it off the deposit. So, huh. see, so it wasn't a full loss then. It's not a yeah, not a loss. I still got most of my deposit back. That's Can't funny complain. because uh, so. when we were leaving our last house, um, our landlord pulled up and she was like, is there anything wrong with this house? I said, well, we've got new shades because the uh, the cat, we didn't tell her we had a cat, but I, we said, you know, the baby fucked up some blinds upstairs, but we got new ones. Well, I'm going to have to take $80 out of your deposit per blind. There was like four of them that I had to replace. And I was like, $80 to replace a blind? I went up there. I was like, hold that thought. And I ran upstairs, and I hung them up, and I was like, they're good now. Can I have my full deposit back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. All right, let's get into this. It's going to cost me so much money to hang those blinds up Dude, myself. Dude, the second I heard that, I was like, I bought them. I cut them. They're out of the box. All you have to do is hang them. All you have to do is hang them. It takes two seconds. It takes Jesus two seconds. Christ. We were in the process of hanging them up, but then the new – tenant was coming in and i was like i i have to we have to go outside like we're, we're all moved out the only thing we have to do is hang these blinds if mm-hmm. she can't do it then you know it's not a big deal but like but takes, 80 dollars a fucking blind a blind dude that's outrageous yeah i don't know where she got that because she like blinds started, don't cost 80 dollars she pop. started doing the math in front of us like she had a piece of paper and she was writing down all the deductions and like the the original <laughs> payment and she's like yeah i'm gonna take money off of this and off of this and off of that and i'm like ma'am we repainted your room we replace all the blinds. Which is her job. I mean, you fucked them up. It's your job. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so it's our job <laughs> because we, we fucked them up. But uh, then you had to remember, we had a yard full of cactus. After we oh, yeah, asked, forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. cactus, dude. We live in Iowa. And that shit was so weird, too. It made no fucking sense why any of that was there. I asked her. I asked her before moving in. I was like, or when we went to go sign the second lease, I was like, is there any way we can remove all this cactus? Because I've got a dog 
and a and a and a newborn or I had Atlas and I was like I've got a I've got a five year old and a dog like I don't want any of either of them getting hurt by the shit yeah well it just makes the house look so nice doesn't it and I was like no it really no, doesn't not at all yeah the the girl that moved in right after got it all removed said fuck Connie got it all removed <laughs> <laughs> removed all the wallpaper on the inside like made the house actually look decent what a true champ oh yeah all right. So let's get into this. All right. Y'all be quiet. I'm going to bring up your names, and that's when we can start talking. Riley, you ready to listen? Sure. Why not? That's why I'm here. On June 14, 1947, a rancher named W.W. Mac Brazel and his son Vernon were driving across the ranch land some 80 miles northwest of Roswell. When they encountered something they had never seen before, it was, in Brazel's words, a large area bright wreckage made up of rubber strips tin foil and rather tough paper and sticks <clears throat> the lightweight fabric was scattered shredded across the gravel and sagebrush of new mexico desert brazel didn't know what to do with the newfound items or how they landed on his property so on july 4th he collected all the mysterious wreckage he could find on july 7th he drove it all the way to roswell delivering the goods to the sheriff george wilcox wilcox too was confused. Seeking answers, he contacted Colonel Butch Blanchard, commander of the Roswell Army Airfield 509th Composite Group, located outside of the town. To understand the series of events that unfolded in the summer of 1947, at the time, the U.S. was in an early stage of the Cold War. There was a great concern. We were going to be head-to-head -head with the Soviet Union in a competition that could last a short or long time but may as well be in nuclear annihilation. It is in this Cold War context that unidentified flying objects, UFO, is truly born. It began with Keith Arnold, an amateur pilot and businessman. He reported seeing a flying saucer while piloting an aircraft around Mount Rainier. In the summer of 1947, the singular sighting kicked off a craze and hundreds of UFO sightings began pouring in. So when rancher W.W. Mac Brazel found something odd on his property, he immediately took it to the news. And parts of what he discovered, to the sheriff, to the sheriff also called the local military base. After that, that's when conspiracy started. I am Tyler Campbell, and this is The Men of Misfortune. And I am with my co-hosts Riley Wallen and Jake Paulson. Today we are going to be talking about the day-old question. Are we alone in this universe? Are aliens real? And what exactly do we think could be out there? What's going on, guys? Sup? Hi. Yeah. What's hey, up? Well, what's going on? <laughs> hey, how you doing? So, what do we think is out there? Do we think we're alone? God, Absolutely no. fucking not. No, there's no way. So let's go into that. What? Why not? Because, say this can of beer was the universe. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking my language. I'd make up, like, okay, no, I, our universe would only make up like. A drop of this whole can. Even, not even. even. Yeah, not even. even. Not even. Maybe. Here I am contradicting myself in my own <laughs> sense. <laughs> but you get the metaphor, right? Yeah. No. The universe is too infinite and too vast for us to be the only living species in it, is my wholehearted belief. I know they have found, I think the number is 7,000 Earth-like planets out there that can hold life. So why are we the only one that has life on it? Therefore, we're not alone. 
So the reason why we're covering this today is because as of late, there have been things in our solar system, <laughs> in our air, in our space, in our vicinity of America. In our backyards. In our back fucking yards that have been shot down. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's a balloon. It's a Chinese space balloon. <laughs> we have we have got the, the China space balloon. And we've also have, you know, over the years, we've had unidentified objects you know there's there's videos of um the air force you know in a plane watching a little gray target move in ways in which we don't have the technology to do and then zip off we've got sightings of lights and sightings of just anything that's humanly possible we've got abduction stories out the wazoo i i don't think in any way humanly possible we could possibly be alone uh, there's there's no way there's no way how we found it no but we as humans I don't think could comprehend the idea other than just the statement that we are not alone in this galaxy because we honestly don't even know how big the galaxy is it takes hundreds of years just to reach the end of our solar system itself yeah like the light years it's to get to the next galaxy is fucking by a million I have no idea I don't know space talk that much but but uh, I feel like when, when did the government tell us that aliens were real? Was that 20, that was twenty 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 twenty, and no yeah. one gave a shit about it? Not really, no. No, because we're like, we're out of TP. We need uh, TP. But yeah, people are dying. Yeah, but aliens are fucking real, and no one gave a shit. So, so they didn't exactly say aliens are real. They just said like we've UFOs are real. Which UFO is a broad term. UFO is just simply unidentified flying objects. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, they said it without, you know, 100% saying it. But generally, yes, they were admitting to the fact that aliens do exist. But if you see something flying in the sky, something's got to be driving it, hypothetically, or like a, or someone's going to be flying it from somewhere. You like would we, think, remotely. Yeah, or, remotely or know, in there, in the cabin. But. Yeah, in the cockpit or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I, like Tyler mentioned a few minutes ago, with as far as alien abduction stories, I used to have these VHS tapes when I was a kid about alien abductions. Was it the movie Alien by M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> no. Okay. It was literally like biographies of people that had been abducted by aliens. Oh, and Jesus. they did kind of dramatizations with it and stuff like that. And I believe there's a movie that was made in the 80s that's based on a true story about a guy that got abducted by an alien and he comes back all fucked up and like... I don't know. I remember watching it when I was a kid. It's pretty crazy. I can't think of the name of it, though. I know there's a, a Netflix documentary. I believe it's on Netflix, at least. Uh, <clears throat> it's called the Stan Novak documentary. I believe it's Novak. Um, he tore his ACL and was supposed to get surgery the next day, but then he got quote-unquote abducted, and his wife saw this weird circle in the yard and was like, hey, Stan, come over here. Look at this. He's got some walks over. She goes, what the fuck? And he goes, what? Yeah, it's we get to the lot. And she goes, you're walking. He goes, holy shit, I am. And then he goes there, and he had, like, four or five, like, holes, I call holes, on his leg. He went to the doctor, and the uh, doctor said, like, there's no fucking way in hell that your ACL got fixed because of these five holes. What happened? And he's like, I probably got abducted. I don't know. So, uh, to answer Jake's earlier statement about not knowing how far away the end of the Milky Way galaxy is, from where you are right now, it is 52,850 light years away to the end of our solar system. The closest solar system next to us is Andromeda, and that is 110,000 light years away. 
I can't you like as a human like you can't even comprehend what a light year is like there's 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 no doing it there's no fucking doing it I need Nielsen Ty- Tyson Degrassi up, up in this bitch Neil to, Degrassi so Tyson. whatever his fucking name is I can never fucking I know it's Degrassi I, that's all Neil I, Mike Tyson Degrassi the next generation <laughs> I knew if I threw out enough names eventually I'd land so on the light years yeah, actually yeah. it takes the light from the sun eight minutes to get to earth that's a fact so the light would have to go 60 or a fucking year for a light year. Yeah, I've always kind of wondered, like, how long actually is a light year? Is that a standard year, or is that... What other... What what exactly is that unit of measurement mean? It's kind of like the miles per hour thing. No, that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, no, I get that, but I'm just saying, it's kind of like the, you know, it's like a light year, I feel like. Right, yeah, I get what you're saying, but... Okay, so I have a lot of mathematical things, but it dumps it down. One light year is 5.879 times 10 to the 12th miles. Holy shit. Which equals out to, oh, that's a lot of zeros. Uh, <laughs> I think 5 quadrillion, 834 trillion, oh, no, sorry, my bad. 5 trillion, 875 billion miles. That's one light year. Jesus that's Christ. That's fucked. That's via Google, so don't blame me if it's wrong. Yeah, but then you also have to answer, like, how fast do our rocket ships actually go not that fucking fast well i'm not saying they're that fucking fast <laughs> like, but like how so many miles way. how many miles an hour do they go while while rotating the just the earth itself i mean i think it takes us like uh like maybe like 10 fucking years to send a probe out to pluto just to check it out maybe i'm wrong on that i'm gonna go check it yeah i mean it takes a it takes a few years well look at uh, interstellar that's a good way to kind of put it in perspective they have to go sleep into like Hypersleep. Yeah, to get it takes to the, a few years to yeah. get to the next planet. Kind of like all the alien movies too, <clears throat> when they're traveling like to another guess, a galaxy or yeah. planet or it, whatever. It's, it's nine years and five months, so it's almost ten years to get it's from fucking here. Fucking crazy. Yeah, they send they send probes and shit, and they they actually have a probe, um, a satellite that's that's still traveling out of our solar system to see the edge, and we'll never know what the fuck's out there, because we'll be long fucking dead by the time oh, it gets we out will. there. Yeah. yeah, we 100% will be dead by the time that what if it, it just hits? It. What if it just hits a wall? <laughs> like, dead ass. What if it just hits a wall? <laughs> so I've only, I've always pictured, like, the edge of the Earth or the edge of the solar system, kind of like that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean where they fall off the edge of the Earth in the ship in the third one. You know what I'm talking about? Where they go to Davy Jones' locker? Yeah, I didn't watch that. Don't they just, like, tip over? You haven't seen fucking Pirates of the Caribbean 3? No. Why not? It's, like, the best one. It's literally the best one. It's an all-out fight. Do I have to watch one and two, then? Yeah, I mean, I would. There's no deal. not doing it. Why? Because he's an idiot. That's true. (laughs) They're good movies. I mean... That may be the case, but a lot of time that I could be watching Lord of the Rings 1, 2, and 3, but... eh. Which one's better? I mean, you're going to watch Lord of the Rings every fucking day? Like, any chance you're going to watch a movie? Is that a challenge? I mean, you can, sure. I mean, I can. I mean, I'll I'll do it too. We're gonna know. see him in a month, and he's gonna just be speaking all in elf. <laughs> yeah, just all in elvish. Yeah, it's like, like, all right. what, what the fuck happened? Okay, so but we like, lost Jake, guys. <laughs> okay, so like how I picture it is like you know the Futurama episode where they go to like the edge of the earth or the edge <laughs> of the world or universe or something, and there's like the binoculars. You go to like look out and see, you know, things far away. You put in a quarter, and and you can see far away. Like kind of like if you were to go to like Mount Rushmore and you want to look at the face. I'm and sure I've seen it. Okay. One point or so like they go to the edge of the universe and they look and there's another them on the other edge of the universe and they're all cowboys and Fry's like, oh well, I guess that's what's on the other side. What if there's a wall? 
What if it just maybe? What, what if, if it's it like stops? a yeah? What if it's like a see-through wall and you see the other version of reality on that side? How I see it is that's flat Earth. That's flat. That's flat a, galaxy theory. I was right about there, to bring baby. it into. Yeah, I think the I think the galaxy is a huge ground thing. Like there's no fucking way like Earth is not flat. It wouldn't just go to an edge and fucking drop off. I think the galaxy just goes in one huge fucking circle, and it comes back together eventually. And the, the Did black you say holes, there is no way Earth's not flat? <laughs> Earth is round. Okay. Just making sure. Hey, man, you don't know. Like We could be amongst some hollow moon fucks right now. Hollow Earth, hollow moon, dark side of the moon. Come on, man. Some conspiracies out there. It's just absolutely bonkers. Oh, that's a, that's another thing. I'd I'm like pretty sure into. the Earth is in the shape of a glizzy, bro. Like, I'm 100% sad. Yeah. It's a fucking trapezoid. <laughs> it's a dodecahedron. <laughs> so, like, what do you what do you guys think these aliens look like? It, it Like, do you think they're the, the grays with the, you know, the small bodies, big black eyes, big old dome? Like skinny head. Yeah. I think um, they uh, can kind of shape like us. Because I've seen like videos online and stuff, like people walking into like hotels to find a guy who's quote unquote seen a uh, UFO, and they had like no eyebrows, no hair, or anything, and just some weird fucking eye shaped things. Those are the the Men in Black. <laughs> Those are the Men in Black. That's what they're called. Yes, not the movie, but they're actually called Men in Black. Yeah, they're bald. They've got ties. They've been connected to stories like the Mothman. Uh, just what the fuck's the Mothman. I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> You don't know the fucking story of the Mothman? Does it have to be with Godzilla? But no. No. Dude, no. That's Mothra. That's Mothra. It's still a moth, right? It's peasant. Close He's enough. Fucking that, peasant. That's a giant moth. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't moth understand Mothman's like you... half man, half moth, half man bear pig. <laughs> no, it's just half man. It's half. like a man moth hybrid type thing deal. It's an urban legend. Uh, I think it's in Virginia where yeah. that was. Yeah, it's, yeah, Virgi- it's Virginia. It, it's Virginia, and basically when they would see the Mothman, things happen, like a bridge collapse and a couple hundred people died on the bridge. Uh, some other spooky-dooky stuff happened. If you play Fallout 4, there's a lot of Mothman. See, I got to a part in that game in where I got stuck in a bathroom and the, keep the save would go either really far back or would go before I kill everyone in the, in the whole room. But I have no ammo in the bathroom, so I just quit the game. Fantastic, yeah. but yeah, it's <laughs> but it's just like okay. So you got the men in gray or the men in black. Uh, the men in black bald. They don't really have any. They have facial features, but they're they're really weird. Uh, when people come encounter with like some kind of alien experience, and you know the story is they show up on the door. They don't really have any kind of facial features. They sound fucking weird. They're tall as fuck. You know, like six. Five. How tall are you, Jake? Six four. Okay, six four. And <laughs> so they're, they're about Jake sized. Am I a man in black? Yeah, no. probably. Are you? But they're they're just, white, they're, no. they're supposed to be like the slender man of aliens. Like that's the best way to put it. Like you just just with a, you know eyes and nose and shit. Um. But yeah, I I when I picture an alien, I picture a lot of tentacles. I don't know why. I picture <laughs> like a lot we're, like we're at like <clears throat> like Kit Fisto from Star Wars or. Like tentacle head? No, I'm thinking like all body, more tentacles. Like the aliens from like the Simpsons? Yes. <laughs> like just tentacles with like glass domes on their head, no, one d- eyeball? No glass, no glass domes, <laughs> two uh, eyes, like just a sh- lot of sharp teeth, and they speak in gobbledygook. Can you speak in gobbledygook? I cannot. You want to try? I'm not gonna. Oh. I'm not I'm not fluent in it. 
<laughs> yeah, you might offend some aliens listening to us. So, I mean, what about you, Jake? Well, uh, what about you, Riley? Jake gave his answer. He thinks that they look like the Men in Black. I think, no, I think they can shape into different things, like what we want them to look like, I guess. Like, original form, I think they're like a, a dull, plain, like the gray thing. Like, they're just normal because, in my opinion, like, outside there, they don't have the genders. They don't have the the races. They just have, like, they're all one, so there's no biased... Uh, like, opinion yeah because they all work together and they don't have to fucking fight over who looks like what who's hotter who's uglier who's this race who's that gender would you fuck an alien <laughs> you kind of have to right i mean right i have to you kind of <laughs> have to does it have a vagina i don't maybe with teeth i don't know oh is that a movie <laughs> is that a movie that's a movie that's it's, a movie. it's okay. called okay. teeth yeah, yeah. okay but no, like you'd be, you'd be the one movie. guy on Earth who fucks an alien. Yeah, I'd be that guy. There, there yeah. are there are people that have been abducted that have had sex with aliens. Man, I'm not the first one I fucked. They're like, I, I can't remember the story exactly, but I think they're like blue Amazon goddesses. They they're like really tall and they're beautiful, and I, I can't remember the name of them. I'm already getting turned on. Oh, uh, dude, it's like Avatar, <laughs> but like more alienish. No, then I'm in. Yeah. Less I'm cat, in. more alien. Yeah. All right. What about you? What do you think they look like? So, I have one of two theories. Um I think they either look like an evolved version of humans, like um I think that's the more common theory that people have gone with is that aliens are basically just evolved humans with telekinetic abilities and stuff like that. Um or I think they just look like fucking predators, you know. A predator would be pretty cool. <laughs> a predator would be pretty cool, but it'd probably try to like hunt us for sport, and kill us. Um, I'm gonna go with the human one though, because that's always been my go-to. Is that, or at least that's been the most thing that that's the, been the thing that I believe the most is that because in like ancient civilizations, like you know, let's say the pyramid for instance, like. Or, like, Stonehenge, shit like that, you know? Big, like, old architectural monuments that people believe were made by alien technology. Is what the way they're depicted in drawings and stuff like that is they don't look like traditional aliens. They look more human-like than anything. They just have a big head. Or, like, you know, with bigger heads or, you know, like... A, if you see, like, pictures of Anubis with, like, the dog head or, like, other gods, like, they're wearing, like, a headdress or something like that. That's kind of what I picture as a more evolved human. See, that's where my theory comes into play. Like, I feel like they turn into a human-like figure so they don't uh, scare people away to make them afraid of them so they can kind of, uh... I mean, that's possible, too. We're on the same kind of, uh, idea of train right there, I believe. Yeah. Or they're like the aliens from like the fucking thing where they just shape shift and they take over your body, turn into like some fucked up ass, like creature humanoid, like speaking, death machine. Speaking of the thing, that's one in, in uh, Antarctica, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So yeah. I actually saw a post today that so Antarctica has six months of nighttime. Yes. And yeah. the scientists there would watch the thing to scare, to scare everyone. Yeah. I couldn't I could do see that. why. I couldn't do that. Nope. 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 There's back. only like. 60 people that live in Antarctica, you know that, right? And they, yeah. they, 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 they're all scientists. Yeah. They all live in, like, a HUD. Like, you know, like, I just got done listening to the, the Shining book. Like, I listened to all the Shining, and I just think about cabin fever and how fast, like, it would take for me to go nuts. <clears throat> and I don't think it would take very long. No, probably not. No, no like, probably not for you. No, no. son, no, no happy equals, equals Tyler, a very dull boy. You know what I'm saying? But, um... Welcome to Night Shift. Yeah, I just... I, I picture... 
aliens looking like a giant ball of tentacles with uh, two eyes, a lot of sharp teeth, kind of like a like a bush monster, but with tentacles. And um, the the predator aspect that you were talking about, that kind of like frightens me because like, what if what if these are like fucking scouts? Like, what I'm talking about is like a horror dream. Like, what you're talking about could be reality. I don't fucking know, but like, like I said, based on scientific evidence, well, I don't want to call it evidence theory. I think they're more human-like than anything, and they've always been there to help and aid human beings more than try to hurt them or enslave them. I think. Well, if you look back on the like the ancient, uh, like you were saying, the ancient Egypt uh, hieroglyphs, they do have like depictions of like beings with like bigger heads, like much larger, like oval-shaped heads that like you know have ruled and they're prayed to, and like you can't always like accommodate that to being like an emperor. a pharaoh you know i believe they'd be more of a god because they came down from the sky and you know like just scared dis- the shit out of people displayed their power and like did this and did that built this because i mean i don't know dude like you look at some of that old architecture and you're just like how the fuck did humans do that there's no goddamn way but okay. i have another question for you real quick where are they now where why aren't they helping us now like, i have, we're a, on I have the, a theory of that actually we're on the brink of war with just all the time like just all the time like you know what really puzzles me about our planet as a whole is that we're all human and we have yet to just come together with that realization of being just like united just one united front and like yeah what i'm talking about i guess is like a world government type thing and that's that scares a lot of fucking people yeah never gonna go well yeah but i feel like why they haven't come back is like Think of Interstellar. They go to that one water planet, and each in the background hear a tick, tick. I see. Tick. Talon brought that up the other night, and I because still haven't seen that movie. Really? It's all right. So every tick is one day on one, Earth. One year. Yeah. It's one day. One day. One day. He was telling me one year. No, he's wrong. He's an idiot. Because if it was one tick and they're there for like a good three minutes, then everyone on Earth that he knew would be fucking dead when they go to the black hole. Can't say that. Um. Anyways, so it's every tick is one day on their planet would be a day, or every tick on their planet, so every 1.25 seconds, which is what it is, is one day on Earth. So, like, a day for them is, what, like, 800 years here? It's probably not right at all, but... Math, you got it. Yeah, close. You got this. So that's probably why. Or there's also a theory about uh, the missing planet from our solar system called Planet X. It comes by around every couple hundred thousand years, and it just barely loops into our solar system and goes back out. So, so do you think they're hiding just in the like what I'm worried about is like aliens came down to help us progress, you know, help the progression of the human race and then saw that we're too primal of human beings and just constantly at each other's throats for just the minor differences of religion, race, sex, just all that and just said fuck it and just you know left but they keep they just keep coming to check on us and like hey are they still aggressive yep they're still aggressive let's get the fuck out my theory is that we're kind of just a show to them and they're you know what all can they really do to help or aid us i don't think they're really there for that purpose right now that humanity's evolved since ancient times I think we're more on display just for them to see what happens eventually. I love Are we that. all going to blow ourselves up? Are we all going to, like, you know, live long and prosper? Is there going to be 
fucking peace and prosperity across the world eventually or is you know everybody just going to be greedy and selfish and shitty and you know we're going to use up all the resources in the world and dry out the planet until it dies you know, i think we need a restart <clears throat> there's one way of uh them trying to bring us together it's a really fucked up way but it could happen uh if they come down and scare the living shit out of us and like blow a town up or two <laughs> let them Independence know Day. let them know that like <laughs> the upper power is gonna fuck everyone up down here so we need to come together and get ready to fight them but would we understand their message i mean every time we get like some kind of ufo in the sky our government is instantly like blow it up or hide it you know okay then what do you think area 51 is then do we have oh, if, that's if, a whole deep dive of crazy shit if they if we blew one of the ships up and they're on there do you think we have the said beings in a base somewhere i think so oh yeah absolutely okay. absolutely why else would it be why is it so restricted why can't we know what's inside there i feel like i feel it's, like it's probably not the whole thing but i think it's a big part of it i feel like everybody one is just a show base not the actual base to let the people know like hey we've got one of these we have fucked up things in here but that's not where everything's being held at they put it somewhere else so everyone just thinks it's all there but then everything else is actually located somewhere else so you think it's like a cover-up, uh, a fucking misdirect? Yeah, that's huh. what I think. I mean, I could see that. Could j- for all we know, it could just be like underneath a Wendy's somewhere, <laughs> like in Utah <laughs> I or some shit. <laughs> I would like a five for five deal. Uh, would you say I want a five for five deal? Sorry, we only have a four for four. You heard me, and then it's like a secret staircase opens up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just go down there. Yeah, time just freezes inside of there, and you're uh, like, Jesus what the Christ. hell just happened? So there have been like people that have left Area Fifty One, high-ranking officials that have come out and said, like, yes, I saw a UFO inside of Area Fifty One. Uh, yes, I saw them torture or talk to a little gray man. Um, so, I mean, the possibility of Area 51 being a cover-up is a possibility. I'm not going to lie to you, but, like, where? Where do you think they would hide a base? So, I actually saw a uh, story one time. This dude was hiking around caves and over the desert area by 51, but he would get close to a certain cave, but he would, like, get kind of scared and think there's like a huge loud pitching sound coming out of there and so he would never go in there and then you post on youtube and the guy was like you know what what should i do should i go check it out should i leave it alone all the fans were like you gotta go check it out we have to know what's in there record it he went in there and never came out <laughs> <laughs> so i think like they had those high pitching like uh sound waves that try to keep you out of there to scare you from going into the cave that's like an actual entrance uh, kind what of the thing fuck is it? so it's, it's it's a sound weapon the sound weapon that they yeah. can use that will destroy your eardrums yeah. and stuff. It's fucking insane. I've seen videos of people like out in the desert on dirt bikes and four wheelers going towards Area 51, and you just see like a squad of fucking like military trucks and stuff pull up, and they're like, "You need to turn the ra- around right the fuck now." Yeah, like do not come any like do not come a step closer. Like get the fuck out of here. Do not come back. And that's what I find funny about the the, the quote unquote raid we had on Area 51. Like, <laughs> what are we gonna? Runs. Yeah, what are we gonna do? <laughs> What are they gonna do if we all show up? And it's like they're gonna sh- gun you down, shoot you because there's <laughs> eight billion people in the world. A couple hundred ain't gonna be nothing, dude. Yeah, they were. You're not getting in there. Like it's not gonna fucking happen. So, uh, from what I understand, Area 51 is more of a um, more of a new technology type of base where they test the new planes, the new guns. So, do you guys think that's just a cover up? You know, it's just, like Jake said, do you think it's just all a facade of, like, 
Yeah, we've got stuff here. You can't know about it, but we got stuff. No, I mean, I think that's, I think it's all encompassing as far as aliens go. I think that's probably, I think it's the weapons thing. I think it's the aliens thing. It could be a lot of other things too. I mean, fuck, I don't know. So maybe they do have like a two-tiered layer to the base. Like top tier would be like, you know, the weapons and the vehicles and shit like that. And right below that is where everyone thinks like, hey, we're done with, there's nothing more to this base. You go into the level lower and it's all the alien shit. The 13th floor. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So do you guys uh, have any alien encounters kind of thing or see any weird shit in the sky? No. That's my Uh, problem. Me personally, no. I was in Arkansas coming back from Texas one time. Oh, shit. (laughs) And I've seen it online every every now and then. Uh, It's like a bubble. I don't know how big it is. It's fucking in the sky. But it looks like a bubble you blow. And it was going the same speed as the car we were in. My brother and my buddy both saw it, and we're like, is that a fucking like, bubble? Like, what the fuck is that? So we didn't know what it was. That's the only thing I can probably say that would, uh, we don't know if it was actually a thing or it was some weird thing we're seeing on the windows. We have no idea. Hmm. So- I've seen, like, objects in the air, I guess, space, like, moving extremely fast and in weird patterns that don't seem, like, spacecraft-like or airplane-like before. But I, I've never been able to, like, distinctly be like, oh, that's a fucking UFO or anything like that. Fair enough. I've never had anything in my entire life that would lead me. I've had more paranormal stories than anything, but I've never had any kind of, like, ghost story or uh, alien stories. I mean, I've never had any kind of, like, alien story. I've never been outside. I mean, a lot of the time, like, Riley and I, well, I, I can't speak for Riley, but, like, I've always lived in bigger cities. So, like, something like, you know, extraterrestrial, like, yeah, we live in the Midwest. Yeah, there's plenty of cornfields. But I've never really, like, gone outside and just stared at the stars. I've never tried to look. I've never never got out of my way to go ahead and look for something that I didn't think was there. See, I don't think I have it either, but it just, like, the few times I do look up there, like, the, the bubble time, it was we were driving. And we just looked up, we see it, and it was just one of the weird things that I happened to see. Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. Uh, to to go back to the story that I read in the beginning, that was one of the first, you know, sightings of an alien. That story doesn't end right there. When the sheriff brought the material to the um, the army, the army came out there, swept all the shiny metallic metal that was out there, everything that could have been identified as a flying object saucer went back into the papers and said that there was nothing. It was just a weather balloon, stuff like that. Why do you think the government is trying to hide something like an alien from us? Like, do you think that is something that we should, as a world, should be aware of, even if, you know, half of us are on the fence, half of us believe the others? I would think we have the right. I did did too many halves. (laughs) It's half man, half bear, half pig. Half believe, half (laughs) don't. A third of our planet believes, a third of our planet is on the fence, and a third of our planet is just, no, there's nothing that could be out there. Yeah, there, there's people that are fully convinced they don't exist. I, You know, as far as the government goes, I think it's more of a security thing because they don't want to cause a mass panic. A would, mass panic? I think there's a good pop portion of the population that would just go insane if they knew aliens existed because they would be worried of getting abducted or of there being like a mass alien invasion. 
I could see a, I could see a mass panic. I could see a mass panic, but I also cinema did that to us. Cinema and uh, shows like World of the Worlds. I was going to say World of the Worlds is a perfect example. Yeah, when they did the radio broadcast of World of the Worlds, everybody yeah. freaked the fuck out. Um, it it really upsets me that 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 that's the solution. I mean, um, I get it. I get it at the same time. I get like a foreign object being in your vicinity and being nervous and worried about it. But at the same time, it's like maybe they could indoctrinate us into some kind of like universal galaxy. I don't know. That's, <laughs> I mean, what I, yeah, that's one way to look that's at what it. I'm thinking about it. It's like some kind of like trade federation out in space. Where I mean, what are we going to, what are we going to trade them? Like booty. Trade <laughs> they, booty. They love our booty. We're just going to just traffic humans into aliens. Hey man, I'm, I'm down. With I mean, that could, it sounds like it's already happening. They're just, we're not really trafficking them to them. They're just abducting people. Do you think there's like some kind of like secret uh, law, not a law, but like a, a, a unspoken word between our uh, government and uh, the aliens as a whole that allow it to be okay? Because I mean, uh, there's actually a huh, season of American Horror Story that they did that. They literally did what you just said. I can see it. I can see that uh, like a president being faced and encountered with. With some kind of alien life force or life form and then being told like, hey, uh, so we're going to do this and we'll give you advanced technologies beyond your belief like the Internet. No, the way it went in American Horror Story, whereas they were basically like, you're going to give us a certain amount of humans every year so we can breed them with aliens to try to make the perfect life form. Or we're just going to fucking kill you is basically what it came down to. They're going to blow up the planet. So we didn't get anything out of the deal? No, not really. We got to live. That's what we got out of the deal. <laughs> I don't. I still like. I'm. Uh, I, I don't know if that's worth it. I don't know if that was worth it. I mean, if you don't value your life, then bad I call. FX bad call. Should have taken the fucking easy way out. Yeah. Well, American Horror Story's been downhill for years, so I wasn't uh, really surprised. There was also no ending to that story in that season, which did was kind of bullshit. Did, did it just have a fucking it just like plot hole? It just stopped. Like because it was a weird season. They <laughs> like, had like a two. Soprano ending. Yeah, it had two <laughs> Soprano endings in one season. It was two different stories. The first part was really good. It was just like kind of vampire-ish in like Rhode Island or some East Coast state. And then it shifted out of nowhere to this like fucking alien 1950s Roswell, New Mexico thing. And it was like five episodes of just random shit about Area 51 and stuff like that. And it just stopped. I'm like, all right, well, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> like, all right, no closure there. Sure. So I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that uh, when the astronauts went on the backside of the moon, one <sighs> of the... <laughs> Hold on. on. I guess one of them heard, like, a faint noise, like music, you could say, you said it was. Any thoughts on that? It's, it's, I don't know the whole fucking story was about that. Was it Buzz or was it Lance that heard it? I don't know. Because if it was Buzz, he's just trying to get some kind of... You know, popularity. Publicity. Yeah, because he wasn't Lance, so I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, poor Buzz. Um, so there's a huge theory about the dark side of the moon. Um, there's a lot of theories based on the fact that there is other life forms living on the moon that we haven't, or parts of the moon that we haven't seen. Um, I don't know if there's plans to ever explore the full amount of the moon i guess you could say does the moon rotate i actually don't know about that yes it does yes so then wouldn't we know what's all around the moon then do you think There's they just a... like pick up camp and just 
keep going to the dark side. <laughs> They're just like constantly <laughs> moving, and that would suck. Um, I want to say one side of the moon always faces the Earth. Mm. Yeah. Because that's like how the tide shifts and stuff like that. I don't know. And then the sun will only hit a portion of the moon at all times. That's yeah, why you can see basically, the moon. Because they're all the rotating, or we're all rotating around the sun. Am I am I right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So that's that's like my dumbass theory on it. <laughs> I don't hundred percent know. I probably should. I'm almost thirty years old, so Yeah. That's what, okay though. What would you do if uh aliens wanted to live amongst humans? Do you think you'd be okay with it? I'm just... Would you be like would it be a nervous thing? Kinda like Rick and Morty, like when um the the United Nations of Space like came down and lived on Earth for a while. You think you can just like coexist with them? Yeah, sure. If they're not gonna disrupt like what's already going on. But how would you like okay, let's say that there's like just a billion different life forms and let's say there's like a butt monster, it's just like nothing but butts. Would you be able to hold a conversation with like just an ass? Yeah, just an ass. Just like like Assy McGee. Yeah. Just no, but like (laughs) fifty of them amalgamated into like one body. Oh yeah, that'd be a little weird. How long long would it take you to fuck it though? What? Never mind. Uh, probably <laughs> two point five seconds. I'd look at it and be like, "Damn, girl, you looking fine." <laughs> What's up, girl? Jesus Christ! I'm about to wine and dine you. I yeah, like no, I said, I, yeah. if they could coexist with us peacefully. Now, I don't know about like a whole population of aliens coming down here. I'm talking about like cr- your left and right neighbors are both like glory. Gakians and Glorgakians. And they're from like the fifth solar system on the left. Sure, as long as they're not like fucking shooting walls through my house with like ray guns or, you know, being loud as shit, I guess I wouldn't mind. I don't know. Hmm. Dude, they have to have like some kind of alcohol or, or drugs out there that are way fucking better than ours. So if they share, they can live here. I don't care. Maybe that's our problem. Maybe we just have too many drugs. Or we have 8 billion people on the earth and we're already running that room for ourselves. We can't have. That's kind of where I was going. Yeah, I figured that that we were going with that. We have too many people on the Earth. I mean, we're not occupying like every inch of atmosphere on the Earth, or you know, square foot of the Earth. We only have so many trees. We cut down more trees to make more room for other things. One, do the aliens breathe air? I don't think they do because it's fucking space. But it could be like that terrible M Night Shyamalan movie where aliens tried to take over a planet that was ninety percent water, sixty or whatever percent water. And their weakness was water. I guess that's another thing, too. It's like, do you think aliens could really survive in our atmosphere? It's <laughs> 1% of aliens. It's now, like E.T., where E.T. just, like, gets sick from being on Earth and dies almost. Isn't that what happens? Yeah, he gets a, he gets sick somehow. He gets Earth poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have to play the video game harder to understand the storyline. I would have to watch the stupid fucking Steven Spielberg movie to uh, really remember, and I don't want to sit through that. Yeah, again. I don't think anyone does. You want to know a trauma story I have about E.T.? Sure. Oh, God. I got fucking stuck on the ride for like an hour and a half. <laughs> like Wait. Universal Studios? Yes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And it just <laughs> kept like, it was like the part where like, okay, so like you're on like a, you know, a cart. Remember, but Remember, like, it's an audio podcast. Y- yes, I'm using hands, but I'm trying to show, talk to you guys with my Donald Trump-esque like I'm features. sorry, you guys give me shit about the all the fucking time. Well, I- no, you're trying to like measure stuff and like talk about the measurement without like, without like describing like what's going on. All right. How long was this, how long was this ride? Two or three washing machines? 
The cart was. Oh, okay. It was like, like, <laughs> no, no. are we talking like, like a full wash? Like amount or? of time? <laughs> like that's what I'm going to too. Minutes, uh, <laughs> like, like one load, two loads. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's a long that's fucking a ride. That's a long fucking ride. It's like an hour almost. It better be fucking worth it. You better watch the whole goddamn movie. So how'd later. you get? How'd you get stuck on the ride? Okay, so like the the part where okay, so the ride is set up where the carts look like bicycles. Okay. When you get on these bikes. And you ride, and it's, like, just, like, a, a ride-through. And, like, you get through the forest, and, like, you see E.T., and you see the trucks, and you go through. And there's a part where you're starting to jump over the moon. And it's, like, a little tiny toy village. Like, this, the buildings are, like, no bigger than this beer can right here. So we got stuck, like, on the rise up. And it was just E.T. repeating the same sentence over and over again <laughs> for an hour straight, dude. That's not even the worst part. I've been stuck on three rides total in my life. That was E.T. The second one was the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney. And it was, like, right when um, the boat turns to the exit. Like, I could see the exit. Like, I was like, I could get out at any point in time. And I could just walk. I don't care how wet I'm getting. I could walk. I'll be fine. But they weren't having that. So I had to listen to this, like, dog bark and these pirates, like, clang their tin can up against the cage for, I don't know, an hour and a half <laughs> before the ride started again. And the third one was the scariest one of them all. Uh, I went on a trip with um, a friend of ours on a church camp resorting, even though I'm very anti-religion. They took me to Six Flags, and I got on the six Superman ride. Superman ride is a tower free fall ride, but it's got four individual carts and four people can sit on each side. So like the space shop from Adventureland? I don't know. <sighs> but basically all four of them go up and then individually they all shoot down whenever they feel like doing it. We got all the way to the top and the fucking ride stopped. That'd be cool. No, it wasn't. Could you see? They it? had to have a have they had to have a helicopter come in and get us. <laughs> What? Are you serious? I was up there for three hours. Yes. I'm dead ass serious, bro. Ask Montana if you ever need a fucking if you ever need to ask about it. I would be shitting my pants. Yeah. Brett Marion and I, yeah. It was it was great, dude. We were up there for three fucking hours. Did you what get would it like anything? to be on the helicopter? It was up and down. It wasn't oh. anything. They like came down and they, they strapped a harness to us, they pulled us up and they did that four times. They went and dropped us down and they went back up. Damn. Did you get anything from being up there that long? No. Like a, no. Like a tra tra uh, trauma. <laughs> trauma. Fair enough. Okay, uh, back to the alien. Sorry, that was that was too much of a detail. <laughs> no, it was it was entertaining. I know. Uh, where were we at? You got sidetracked pretty hard again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're pretty good at that. Yeah. It's really, really good at it. Yeah, we're really good at that. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe we should just start a show called Sidetracked and just like just talk. Well, we just segue infinitely. Just infinitely. Right? <laughs> just just like, segue I, into I, another subject. At one point, they were talking about booty holes. The next, they're talking about how how great Riley Snake is, and I don't understand how that yeah, like coexists. He is a good snake. He's a good snake. He's very attentive. Any kind of questions you guys have, and then regarding the snake. No, uh, regarding <laughs> the conversation or what my wife aliens. just texted me. Okay, a aliens. What, what did your wife text you? I'm getting an ounce tonight. I hope that's fucking. You're getting God an ounce. Damn. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. Though. She didn't, I'm assuming it's weed, but I'm. Uh, Say mushrooms. mushrooms. Maybe, maybe it's mushrooms. But I don't fucking know. Uh, can I come over? Dude, hey, you, you've been doing too many drugs lately. <laughs> Only two. Of a lot. What's the other one? He's just been doing shrooms and smoking weed. Oh. Just two. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's just been doing shrooms a lot, though. He's it's done... only twice. Come on. Yeah, my right. curtains I like remember, super I remember the 3D. first time I, I fucking did shrooms. I was like, let's do them all the time. Guess what? You run into that fucking uh, thing in your brain. Tolerance? Dopamine. Dopamine. Oh, uh, you know, I only okay, I did them Friday. I took three out, or three grams ounces. Three grams to test them out. Pretty fucking solid. And then did 3.6 on Sunday. And How then, did you have any kind of dopamine left? Uh, it wasn't. I think I didn't eat that much, so it was more, more good. I was gonna say I ate an eighth uh, with Riley one time, and I tripped balls, and then like three days later we went to Amish stock, and I brought another eighth with me, and I ate them right before we even left, and I didn't trip at all because I had no dopamine left. Yeah, I think with a three point six kick, and I just uh, lay on the floor, and like my curtains were looking pretty cool. I mean, I went in the mirror and looked at myself for a while. You're not supposed to, but it was pretty cool. The most I've ever done is a half ounce, and um, I don't recommend it. I've done about a quarter's worth at one time, and yeah, I don't recommend that no, either. No, you, you just, just go too fucking hard. fucking scary. Yeah. I think I want to fucking Shit becomes just get... too real too quick. Yeah. I think I just want to like get really fucked up one time until I don't do it again. You don't. No. I'm telling you, you don't. I got to no. know my limit. No, no, it's not really one of those situations. Need, yeah, it's not. It's not <laughs> I'm telling you, Because, like, you're not just stuck there for eight hours. You're stuck there for a longer. Like, you think, like, uh, an eighth, you know, 3.5, you're there for, you know, eight hours or so. You're tripping balls, and it's a good time. You do more, that time extends. It doesn't just stop at, at 12 fucking hours. It keeps going. Well, yeah, that's why I had two weeks off. I'm going to fucking do drugs. Jake, so I you're, had not, you're not listening no. to Riley and I. <laughs> well, I like, I we have know. experienced hell. I know. You don't I, want to go through a bad trip. I no, because then you'll never do on, them again. Hold on. You'll be traumatized. I, I love making bad decisions. Jake. This yeah. isn't one of the bad decisions I have you to make. learn. I have to fuck around and find out. A bad decision is like, I'm going to get so fucked up tonight that I'm just going to... Not go to I'm work I'm going to regret it so hardcore tomorrow, and it's going to be great. You know, having a bad trip... Is not a good fucking time. No, it's not one of those yeah. good bad decisions. You're stuck there. You're stuck there. Yeah, you think that you have like a clear, uh, clear conscious mind, but whenever it you look changes at your... something in you for a while. Yeah, dude, I See, was fucked up when it acid uh, last year at my house, at my house alone, which is a weird thing to do, by the way. I wouldn't leave my kitchen because the kitchen light was off. That was the only thing that stopped me from doing anything. I don't know why. Okay, but I I, I understand where you're coming from. Jake, I understand where you're coming from. Twelve plus <laughs> hours of like thinking your wife is the devil. It will happen at some point. It will happen, and it will not be a good time. I don't do shrooms anymore because I've had uh, that one really. I did a quarter ounce of mushrooms, and then I did a teenth of Molly. And yeah, I shouldn't have been mixing drugs. Yeah, but that's like, probably your first problem right there. No, the first fucking problem was I did too many fucking mushrooms. <laughs> Head of the Molly. The good though. time stopped <laughs> with the Molly, and then the mushrooms kicked in, and I was like, "Oh, people are talking when their mouths aren't moving," and I'm starting to hear things and feel things that aren't real. Yeah. I Did went you home. taste colors? Yeah, like multiple <laughs> times. Yes, and I know that's the code word for Tyler's <laughs> fucked up. But I'm Jake. I cannot be more serious when I tell tell you that I thought I overdosed at my friend's house. And the rest of the night was me stuck in purgatory. Could you overdose on shrooms? No. It's not yeah. possible. Okay. It's not possible. Uh, psilocybin? I don't know. I don't think you can overdose on psilocybin. Because you know, like, when you take psilocybin, you're technically poisoning yourself. You're and poisoning the fuck yep. out of yourself. Yeah. So I think if you did too much, you could probably 
trip yourself into shock, maybe. Like, get just be I don't stuck know, I've heard there. stories about, like, people in acid, like, they get stuck tripping. Yeah, you get stuck in a trip. I've seen people that that's happened to. Really? It, well, that... I wouldn't say, like, they're stuck tripping for the rest of their life, but, like, you're stuck paranoid for the rest of your life is more so, yeah. like, what happens. Because that's what it does is it heightens your senses of paranoia when you're on that shit. To an extreme. To a very hardcore extreme. And whenever it starts, it does not stop. It's, like, the worst fucking feeling I've ever had in my entire life because it's like a it's like a roller coaster. You go up, and you're like, okay, so mushrooms are like a roller coaster. You go up and you go down. You go yeah. up and you go down. Um, with acid, you go up and you stay there, and then you, you go down eventually. Um, when you take too many mushrooms, it's you go up so high – and only and come then down you so far. Fall really hard, and then you go back up, and then you fall really hard. Uh, the trips seem more uh, vivid. The things that you see. My quarter ounce of shrooms that I ate. I went home after thinking I had overdosed, and my hair was falling out. And I went in my room and I locked the door. And the TV told me that I ate too much Subway because I was eating Subway like once a week. <laughs> uh, I masturbated too much because I masturbated like every day, like two times a day and not to. and saw the mole man and there was a china illinois commercial <laughs> and it was baby face talking to god and it was baby face saying hey god why did you make the devil and it was a woman showering behind the, sh- the shower curtain and i those four fucking commercials played over and over i went insane i have never touched mushrooms since that point he actually called me the next day and was like freaking the fuck out yeah well good thing is uh there's no good thing in that she's not getting mushrooms she's getting weed so it's oh there you go i'm not (laughs) (laughs) i'm not doing as bad of things tonight oh that's that's good to know i might get really 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 drunk though but there you go so, yeah, what was up? Like, you guys just went through like a period of just doing drugs. Like, what was yeah, going on? Yeah, we had two weeks off. You give us two weeks off, nothing to fucking do. We can only play so much Wii Sports and Halo. Come on. I did see you guys play Wii Sports. I did see you guys play on Wii Bowling. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. We should got Wii Resort in today. Wii Resort? Yeah. What are you, 2012? Yeah. yeah. We paid $23 for it. 2001 oh. called. <laughs> Audio just po- hit the second tower. Oh, that was an audio podcast, by the way. He uh, answered his phone <laughs> that was not ringing, so. Fuck off. <laughs> well, do you want to wrap things up here? Yeah, or? we can go ahead and wrap things up. Sure. Uh, so let's do a synopsis of everything. I think uh, aliens are real. We are not alone. Uh, I, I do believe that they look like a giant bush with teeth and tentacles. <laughs> and one day they're going to come down and become our overlords, and I'm just going to suck the dick of every alien in order to get through the day. Jake? It's a lot of dick. A lot um, of dick. Yeah, we're not alone. There's no fucking way we are. With the th- 7,000 Earth-like planets out there that can hold life, there's no way it's just us. They were probably, in my opinion, the gray beings that are just normal and not outstanding for anyone else, and they shape-shift to what we want them to look like. That's what my opinion is, but... I also agree that we are not alone out here in the universe. Um, when Predator decides to come down on his <laughs> badass spaceship, um, I hope that we get to fight some xenomorphs together. And like an alien versus Predator, I will be gifted a badass spear by the Predator Overlord. 
<laughs> well, I hope to God that they're not xenomorphs. But in order for you to, f- uh, please don't let them be fucking xenomorphs. If that's the case, we're we're all fucked. We are a hundred and ten percent fucked. Well, if they are xenomorphs, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you to go ahead and follow this podcast wherever you can go ahead and find it. We are on RSS, Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, Discord, fucking whatever you guys you know listen to your podcast on. We're there. Follow us. Uh, Check out our Instagram, check out our Facebook, check out our Patreon, subscribe to our Patreon if you'd like to be on an episode or you'd like to see some uncensored or hear some uncensored uh, recordings and great shit of that nature. All stuff that hasn't been heard by the human ear. All you have to do is check out Patreon at Men of Misfortune. I fucked that up. (laughs) I was going to say at gmail.com. Uh... All you have to do is check out Patreon at Men and Misfortune. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, keep them to yourself. Or you can go ahead and email us at menandmisfortune at gmail.com. I am your fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. I'm the other guy in the chair, Riley Wallen. <laughs> and I'm your raining dipshit, Jake. And with that, we'd always encourage you to stay misfortunate. And always listen to mom. And we're out. So and I we're got out. It. I, so got you it. Got I got it. This it. Time. I got it. I was letting you have that one. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. You're welcome. It. Appreciate you giving me the option of doing my job. <laughs> Thank yep. you. It's a privilege. There we go. That should be enough outro. We are really sidetracked. <laughs>